Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Firing Synapses. This is a show all about exploration. I want to learn what makes you, you. This includes your hobbies, passions, whatever else drives an emotion. However, if you want to come on just to vent about what's currently bothering you, I'm perfectly fine with that as well. My goal for this show is for you to have a good time, learn something, and have the opportunity to talk about what you normally would not get a chance to share with others. Thank you and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. For those return listeners, I thank you very much. I appreciate all the love. For all you new listeners, I am your host, Matt. On today's episode, I am joined by a recurring guest. Please, everyone, welcome to the show, Meta World Thief. How are you, Meta? Bad. Welcome to the show, Meta World Thief, a.k.a. Meta World Jesus, a.k.a. Meta World Podcast. Also, by the way, some time a long time ago you turned into a sex phone operator with your voice i don't understand why you're being so smooth and sultry but i love it thank you for having me i am excited to be here it's always a pleasure to have you on but yes you uh you hit a nail on the head there my wife does say i have normal matt and then i have mike to matt and she said i sometimes i don't like mike matt it's he's too commercial and and easy going uh like sunday morning you I mean guess. magic mike matt i wish i had magic mike's body uh i but, bet you do i mean so just I. just in front of me not even like the actual physical form <laughs> <laughs> so also joining me on t- today's show i am joined by Isaac. He is a sound engineer and the host of Fix It in Post podcast. Please, everyone, welcome Isaac to the show. Hi, Isaac. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, man. It's, um, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So for for more Isaac's sake, um, this show is about um, exploring people's hobbies or interests or passions. Um, and today's topic, we I was going to talk about um, audio and how like kind of it affects well we're in the podcast world so this is pretty much a hundred percent of what goes into this i'm still fairly new into this so there's a lot of things that i uh i'm still trying to learn but uh the more shows i do the better i get at it i think i mean practice with anything makes you better and we've talked about like mic technique and different things like that right right so that's kind of like topics i want to talk about today like i still kind of like struggle or you know i i know i'm not perfect on mic technique i try to be um i've had some blunders on the show um and most of the time i leave them in because it's i think that's kind of how you learn right you you make mistakes someone points it out and you say well okay i'll learn but i'll learn meta points it out yes (laughs) Um, you know even though this is quote unquote my show i still i have no problem being put in my place um if you tell me i'm too close i'm too far uh you know eat the mic or whatever you know i try to pay attention i'm trying to whatever i do i try to get better at okay 
not to hijack your show, but Senor Isaac, how do you feel about the concept of motherfuckers not understanding how to eat the mic? Oh, mate, it's the worst. <laughs> Honestly, you, I, you get uh, a, a vocal file sent to you and it that's like a tiny little person in a massive hall just because they're not next to the mic. And honestly, working with it is, is the worst, man. I have a theory on that. I believe that the reason people don't understand how to use microphones is because we all grew up watching television where the the news person is mic'd up with like a lapel mic or something like that. And then they hold this fucking stupid mic four yeah. feet away from their body. And people are like, that's how to use a microphone. No, yeah, that is not how to use a microphone. You have to get COVID to use a microphone proper. <laughs> you have to put your fucking you on the uh, on a SM58. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, am I wrong? Yeah. Not at all, man. I can hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that's that's a interesting point. I you know I kind of never thought about like like the Price is Right. I think everyone has yeah. in America has grown up with that. You know where he's got that long stick mic, and yep. that's you he know, holds it by his belly button, right? Like, but so, that's not the audio you're hearing. Yeah, like, if I, I think if his nipples could talk, it would probably be good placement. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. I, yeah. Hold on, if Bob Barker's nipples could talk, do you know what kind of stories you would hear? They Are would. They would have me? some wild ones. <laughs> Yikes! Who can get closer without going over? Um, oh yeah. No, Plinko. I want to see Bob Barker's nipples used for Plinko. How does it drop down? <laughs> By far, the greatest game ever played. That's why they never do it. They save it for special occasions. Plinko is the greatest game ever created by men. Better yeah. than my favorite sport, basketball. Better than soccer. Better than everything. Better than betting. <laughs> Plinko is the shit. Yeah. Oh, or you know what? Shit. Better than Plinko is betting on Plinko. <laughs> <laughs> As a kind of a side note, I guess we should have probably did this first. Uh, when you say eat the mic, I mean describe that, please. I mean, is is it literally like yeah? You're that's pretty all much... you, Isaac. Well, I mean, I was actually going to say this already. I mean, you can eat the mic, and what you mean by that is you literally eat the fucking mic. You want your lips to be pretty much touching the microphone. Um, uh, say the SM58, for example, that's quite gain hungry. So you, you need to be as close to it as possible to get as much sound into it as possible without capturing. So you say the, the, gain the hungry. You. Can you explain yeah. for the folks at home what gain is and what that means? Yeah. So gain is... Um, it's similar to volume, but it's it's uh, it's, it's I got, I think it in my head, but I can't put it into words. Here's what it is. <laughs> Here's what it is. So volume basically takes whatever signal you have and makes it louder or lower. Gain in regards to microphones basically makes the sensitivity of the microphone and what comes into yeah. the microphone, um, you know, higher or lower. So 
in a perfect world in a studio, like, for example, Beyonce, what I've heard is what they do with her is they sit her in a fucking airtight booth within uh, U87, a Neumann U87, and they turn the gain as high as they can until you hear room tone, right? Then mm. you turn it down so you don't hear room turn, room tone, rather. And then you send that signal to another thing. It might be, you know, it could be a million different things. It's probably a mixing board. But you send it to another thing, and then you turn the volume up. And then the volume is just replicating what the gain has allowed to come into the microphone. So yeah. from what I've heard is she sits on a stool with like ridiculously perfect posture and they turn the gain all the way up and make sure the room is fucking super quiet. And then she sings like this, but it sounds wild. Because she's so close to the microphone. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Must be love on the brain. <laughs> I mean, so much. That's a perfect example of that type of song. She was clearly gain high and eating the microphone. And she was doing a booming performance that she probably couldn't do in real life. But that's just my opinion. So hmm. what you're saying is that she sings low, but then they fix it in post? Absolutely. Yeah, honestly. And we talked about that in my podcast with this dude. Like, yeah, we've heard <laughs> well, terrible songs. Tell, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. What I will say is um, on the other side to, to eating the mic, there are benefits of backing up as well. Oh, yeah. If you're sure. too close to the mic, you can get some unwanted sort of lower frequencies and you can it can be quite rumbly. If you step back, it sometimes can be, I mean, it depends on your microphone. It depends on the room you're technique, in. You can right? get, yeah. Like there's, yeah. More than, there's more than one way to skin a cat. If it sounds good, it sounds good. Like, it's a technique. Yeah. So that kind of goes kind of into my process. And like anybody who's listening who wants to get in the podcast or any kind of recording, whether streaming or whatever, like, do you, Isaac, do you have any type of, uh, like, how to set up your gear so you're, you're clean, uh, you're, you have loud volume, you have good volume, but nothing's distorted? Because um, I... When I was trying to set this whole gear up, you know, I tried to look at different videos and how how people set their gear up. Um, but not being uh, an audio engineer, I'll set your gear up. <laughs> not not being an audio engineer, you know, I can only a lot of it is trial and error. I'll try like right now. I have a, um, a pod mic by um, that's by by road. That goes into uh, a, a cheap Behringer mixing board. That goes into my computer. So, like, how do you set 
your game appropriately? How do you set your channels? And game staging. Yeah, game staging. Hit them. <laughs> game staging is, um, I guess it's slightly different when you're the recording engineer, but game staging is, is very important because that is a sweet spot the audio and if you want to process the audio and do stuff to it you want to get to that sweet spot mm -hmm. um you're going to want what's called a vu meter uh it's so when you're when you're metering sound there's a lot of different meters you can use but in this specific example you'll you'll want a vu meter and you're going to aim to have an average of about zero on that meter and that will give you a decent gain level that you can do a lot with but I mean, you're right. It does depend on your setup a lot. Um, can, I, example, can I hit you with another thing? Sure, um, go on. So there are certain platforms that automatically, they automatically put like a limiter and yeah, like on your podcast. So for the folks at home listening or for you, Matt, a limiter is something that basically it brings everything up to wherever you want it to go. And then there are, um, fuck, what am I, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Isaac, help me. I'm having a brain for it. a ducker, <laughs> not a ducker, uh, 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 a gate. And they put yeah. gates on that eliminate outside noise. So it depends on your platform. If we're talking pure production, that's a different question. Right. So hmm. let's take, for instance, this podcast, for example. Like I said, I, I don't have a sound studio. I have. What's your host? So I record, when I record my stuff, I record it on Reaper locally. And then I pull all my guests from Zoom and I, I edit everything in Reaper. Um, when you say host, do you mean who do I, I upload it through? Or Yeah, but if you're doing it through Reaper, you could do everything in Reaper that you need to do. Isaac, what are your thoughts? It's, yeah, I mean, recording straight into any DAWs is, is, in my opinion, the ideal solution. When I do my podcast, I record straight into Logic. Um, pretty much for the reasons that you said, if you, if you record into like an online host or something, you'll be hit with a gate and a limiter, and you want the audio to be as raw as possible. But so that's, that's kind of my another, like I was using Audacity, which is fine. To get started with uh it's a destructive uh doll but you know it's pretty much people start from somewhere i started to like this more so i invested in you know a a, a better one that allows for different uh plugins stuff like that so like i i'm still kind of somewhat confused on how i should set my thing right so right now i can see my uh and i know this is different from the uv meter but I have the the dB meter, so like when I'm recording here, is there a target I should be trying to aim for, or is it kind of uh, you know dependent on like the final process? I don't I don't do a lot of editing to these shows. I kind of like take out like crutches and, and ums and sos stuff like that or that are rogue. But like I kind of I've heard you know go you know average about eighteen dB you know and then go into luffs and you know all these type of things where all these initialisms and uh you know things like that will kind of like 
use this tool. No, use this tool. No, use this tool. So is there, for for the average person uh, who is not an audio engineer, is there like advice that you would tell them to uh, strive for? That's a tricky one. Um, the DB meter that you refer to. So that is, that's a peak meter. That will show you the peak of the audio. Um, so trying to find a specific level on that, that could be tricky because if you're, um, if your audio is dynamic, which obviously speaking or singing often is, it's very difficult to have a middle ground on that. What I would do personally is I would just record so it's at a decent level. Um, I don't know if if in front of you, I'm not sure if you can see your recording being made. Um, I probably worded that badly, but I don't know if you can see the, the, the sound file being yeah. Yeah, I can see the waveforms as the, as I'm talking. I see the dB meter, yeah. and I can see the waves. Okay, so what I would do is I would, for now, just the dB meter, as long as you're staying below minus three, say, you'll be all right. Um, but as long as your, your waveforms are a decent size, you can, with a lot of DAWs, you, DAWs sorry, you, can, um, you can go through and you can change the gain of the audio file without changing the volume and first then all, that's all right, when all right, i gotta jump in first of all it sounds like i'm listening to a customer service call like <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to troubleshoot his shit it's hilarious the like just the it, your intonation second of all i want to say to the people at home listening to this who have heard me before this dude isaac knows this shit he's right and i love <laughs> that he started his response with that's a tricky one because there are so many fucking variables that it's yeah. almost impossible to understand what's going on without being there and seeing it. We could troubleshoot things it, like we could set up a session where you go ahead and you like alter things, but like we can't talk about it theoretically and necessarily know for sure. It's like a doctor giving you a diagnosis on a Zoom call. Almost, but yeah. maybe not accurate. I mean, it makes sense. Like I said, I, I know everybody's case is case by case. And you, there, I'm sure there's general guidelines of what you can go for. But, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to learn. And, you know, I, I, somehow I came up on like luffs and where that should be and yeah. you know depending on mm. what your final product is kind of where it should be if it's in stereo or mono so usually when i try to before i do any editing um i try to bring up all the audio to like anywhere from like negative 23 luffs to negative 21 depending on how each okay, channel is. i got i, I got That's you on quite that. quiet so first of all I want to say, I just talk like this. I'm not being aggressive at you. You know what I mean? I wasn't shitting on you with that last commentary. Second of all, here's what I will say. You want to bring it up as loud as possible on the game without hearing room tone. And then you want to bring the audio up Okay, we're talking about for layman's. You know how you know how the little meter goes from green to yellow to red? Yes. So you want to bring it to the place where it only goes to the top of the green, mostly. 
And then when you have someone like me shouting, <laughs> it, it only ends up in yellow. Right? right? So you figure that balance out. And then you could take that and you could edit that. And then you could do compression and limiters and things like that. And that's a whole nother conversation, which apparently we're here to have because we're having an audio conversation. Isaac, tell him how he can fix his audio by <laughs> game staging <laughs> properly and adding compression and everything else separately. All right. Well, I mean, again, it, I mean, it sort of depends on your setup, but you once you've got your He's recording, using Reaper. He's already got Reaper. I know all about Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's a DAW. Um, he has a DAW. Let's start that's there. That's a start. Yeah, that's a start. That's good. Um, I don't know if Reaper has a built-in VU meter. If not, there is a really good free one. Um, I don't remember the name of it. I'll have to I'll have to find it and send it to you. But it's honestly, I, I've got a paid one from Waves, and the free one is way better than the paid one. Um, so you'll put that on like um, I don't know if you, you you do our audio separately, but just to save time, you put it on the master channel, say, and then solo the audio just one at a time. You want to aim for that sweet spot of zero for you. It's going to go over. It's going to go under. But that is just your average point. And you want to do that to each file separately. Uh, once you're at that sweet spot, that's when you can move on to your equalization, your compression. And now I do it in that order because if you want a flat sounding audio and you compress it before you EQ it, your EQ is going to bring out spikes that you got rid of with the compression. So if you compress it um, afterwards, you haven't got that issue. So I go through EQ your sound. I mean, it, it depends how you want to do it, but um, bro, I not to get nerdy. You ever do an EQ compression sandwich where you EQ compress and then EQ again? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with your EQ, you know, take out everything um you don't really want any rumble in a podcast so take out everything below say 100 hertz and 200. then just uh, 200 yeah there you go um and then i don't know either eq it to what sounds good or look at a cheat sheet online or something and get lazy now when you go into compression each compressor colors the sound differently now what i mean by that is each compressor each compressor will change the sound of the file so it won't only um change the dynamic value it will change the actual the uh, sound of it my dick is getting so hard isaac i haven't <laughs> i haven't been able to work with my friends for over a year this is the type of shit i love talking about so like <laughs> okay we're going full nerd so yeah let's do it people don't even know what compressors are but we're talking about them so All right. sometimes I'll throw a touch of compressor through a bus just so we can get a little bit of color and unity in the sound. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just a little bit of light parallel compression. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and bro, color is a reason. Like, that's yeah. why people use certain fucking compressors. Like, um, like, or, or... <sighs> Fuck, I can't remember any of them. I'm, I'm seeing them in my mind. There's a blue one. 
I think it's it. I want to say Fitbit, but I know that's not true. Um, <laughs> no, that's on my wrist. <laughs> the Oturion. It's not an Oturion. It's called something else. But like, there's like I've used hardware compressors, for example, where it was like, bro, if you turn this on today for our session in two more days, oh, it's gonna give us the best warmest color on vocals, and it's yeah. so true. It's so yeah, true. Yeah. And it's even like dependent on how long the tubes have been warm. Yeah, no, it really is. I would love to like be all very technical and completely fine tune my episodes. Um, but unfortunately I don't have the time to invest in that. So I kind of like, <laughs> I have a, a rough, um, you know, like set of parameters that I use. And unless there's something that's, Here's what I'm going to say. So, okay. You're, are you running, you're running windows, right? Yes. Download something called voice meter banana. And then from there, you can EQ your shit and then you can accentuate your own audio or whatever live. If you chose to, otherwise, if you want to edit post. I can send you some sort of EQ template in which we cut out all the bad frequencies. The templates are so useful. Like, uh, yeah, templates are useful in certain situations, right? Like, yeah. I wouldn't say have a template like, oh, this is a, a, an audio vocal template. I wouldn't say that. But I would say like me, I've recorded myself for fucking 18 years. Yeah. I have a template so you know what for my voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. You know exactly what it's going to be. Um, yeah. And then, okay, another another fun fact for the folks at home. If you're willing to listen to this podcast, you deserve this information. <laughs> I have a, a default template in my logic called... Uh, start here? <laughs> yeah, no. it's Yeah, basically, it is start here. It's, it's called ring out. So if you played music on a PA system in public, these are the frequencies that always ring out and cause feedback. Dude, I started just putting that on every single track, start here, <laughs> and it changed my whole mix game. Like, there's no reason for 6,000 to be in your fucking mix. Start here. And you could adjust accordingly. Like, there's no reason you can't put a separate uh, EQ to accentuate other high ends or mid tones that I took out. But like, yeah, start here. So in general, obviously, uh, for just vocals, anything below 200 hertz is pretty much useless. Anything above 6,000 is, for the most part, useless? It depends on your taste. 150 Below 150 is definitely useless. Would you agree with that, Isaac? Yeah, no, absolutely. And then 150 to 200 is debatable, right? Yeah, I mean, that depends on the person. It depends on the setup, yeah. And also your voice. Like, some yeah. people... Like, I, ha I have a very deep voice. My fucking... My bass is turned all the way down on my mixer. <laughs> yeah. And I still sound like this. <laughs> Good mic technique. Hell yeah. 
So going back to Mike technique. Um, <laughs> Don't sweat the technique. <laughs> so I mean, I know we talked about eating the mic. Uh, so like right now, I, I for the people at home that can't see, I have my mic. I, it's on a boom arm. Uh, it's got a, uh, it's not a dead cat, but it's, a uh, uh, can't think of the word, uh, a filter, a yeah, windscreen. Fil- yeah. Windscreen. Yeah, there we go. A pot filter. Like, so, no, it's a windscreen. Do I like, should I be talking? Like I'm kind of at like a 45 degree angle. I'm talking past the mic. Um, uh, should I be talking more into the mic like this? Absolutely. Do you just, did you not just hear that? <laughs> Well, you say that, but if you if you talk directly into the mic, I found that you get a lot of sibilance. And actually, when I'm recording, I record interesting maybe twenty degree. I mean, I'm using it might be my mic. I'm using a Rode Procaster, um, and I've got a pop filter in front of it, so there's not much, uh, not many plosives, but it does get very sibilant. So I've got my mic off maybe fifteen degrees from my face, so it's not a huge difference. Uh, for me, at least, it, it does actually help having it slightly off. I'm I'm going to humble brag a bit. Um, <laughs> I've just been rapping so long that my mic technique is so dope that I even know how to not pop on peas. You know, well, there's a way a that you just. So, but I get, right. I get what you're saying, but if that's the uh, I just mouth smack. If <laughs> that is the case, I guess you would have to you would have to change like your mic direction, your gain staging, mm. right? So yeah, you yeah. account for the fact that you don't speak directly into the microphone, and then you turn up the gain until yes. you hear room tone, right? Yeah. That- yep. So so when I'm I'm doing. Uh, gain staging. I want to try to have this room as quiet as it can be. Yeah. So wait yeah. a second. You have a uh, a Behringer UM two hundred four HD. No, I have an eight hundred two. Even better. Boom. <laughs> uh, turn your gain up right now on the hardware. How far? Just start start tweaking it and go bup bup bup, and then we can hear you. Like so, this is a sound check. So this check, is, check, 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 check. So how how hard do I want to do the check? So if I'm I'm starting to sweep this up, so I'm uh at like ten o'clock right about now. Are you so, in the red? Um, that's it. That's it. That's it right there. Yeah. Isaac, there you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and part of my problem, see, like, and now I, you don't have to eat the mic, and well, I don't hear your room. So, so right now, like when I'm looking at Reaper, I just saw that peak. So, like right now, when I'm I'm talking, it it looks like it's it's peaking. Now, here's what I will say. You have a particular type of voice. The fact that you edit your shit is a, is an advantage because now you EQ. You know what you need to take out. You need to take out the six. You need to. Not he's writing it down. Good. Notch, <laughs> notch down 600 hertz. Notch that down. You've got too much 600 hertz in your voice. And let's also notch down 1000 
Because you're here. You live here. <laughs> That's where you're living. We could edit that out via EQ. Dude, check this out. You want to hear a funny story, Isaac? There's this fucking dude. Sure. Ah, you know what? I feel like a piece of shit because I forget his name. But he was a, uh, a multiple Grammy winning mixer. And he did all of the mixing on Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, first album. And by some confluence or some circumstance, he ended up in my apartment one night. And I was making beats in my room and my roommate brought him home because my roommate worked for Universal, whatever. And I didn't I didn't know he was there. I was just making beats in my room. And he knocks on the door and he comes in and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? He's like, yo, can I show you something? Those drums can knock. And then he goes and then he turns off like all my compressors on every track. And then he goes and then he just fucks with the faders. And then he puts on like, uh, what was it? SSL EQ, the plugin. And this dude made my track way better. And then he said to me, he was like, listen, you're not ready for compressors yet. I can make a better beat. I can make a better mix rather with just EQ than you can with compressors. And I was like, word. And he was like, yo, you, you guys got beers. And I was like, yeah. And that's how that night went. It was amazing. That sounds great. (laughs) So I kind of want to go back to like, so you're just listening to me. And I don't know if it's just Zoom's compression software that they use, but like just to, to say, hey, cut out the 600, cut out the 1,000, the thousand. that's kind of a, like, I don't know, kind of amazing to me that, you know, just by like saying that's the one you want to cut out. But like when I do put my EQ on it, I do have... um 10 12 and dipped out some so that's got like a minus four gain um but i didn't think about the 600 that's that's kind of what the mud tone type of thing is that kind of where that's no, at? No, no, no 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 that's the gravel voice five like five to 650 that's like the uh, in your voice so if you dip that down am i bugging isaac no, 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 you're right. Yeah, that's a gravel in your voice. When we're talking vocals specifically, male vocals, yeah, that's a gravel in your voice. That's yeah. why my shit is dipped down. And I still sound like a fucking asthmatic Brooklyn Jew. Ah. <laughs> and, and so you just dip down until the harshness goes away? Is that kind of like where you shoot for? I mean, yeah. And honestly... Another trick that a lot of motherfuckers don't listen to. Don't use your eyes. Use your ears. If it sounds good, it sounds good. Your ears are the most important tool that you have. Yep, That's all that matters. And I know part of my problem when I'm doing this, I don't. Because you're talking about meters and shit like that. And me and him are listening and being like, no, duck this down, duck this down. You see how Mm. that works? True. And the worst answer to all your questions is, I don't know, do it for 15 years. 
and you'll be dope. <laughs> you know? And Isaac is, Isaac, from what I can tell, he knows his shit, but mm -hmm. he still has a lot to learn because oh, hell he's yeah. just at where he's at. And I'm where I'm at, and I still have a ton to learn. That's why, yo, you go to like a little Yachty concert. Like, I worked a little Yachty concert once, and guess who fucking mixed everything? 50 and 60 year olds. Yeah. And know check what this saying. out. These dudes, check this shit out. These 50 year old, 60 year old live mixers, they know what frequencies they can't hear because they've been to too many concerts. How about that? Hmm. And then they adjust their <laughs> mind to understand what sounds good. And the, the way you get to that is right. What you do is when you first start doing live music, anything, or actually any type of mixing, you pick a song, you pick a song that you think, is mixed incredibly. Doesn't have to be, but that that's how I would start. And then from there, you play it in every room you enter. You play it on every speaker you encounter. You play it on every set of headphones. And you know, you know what the fucking song sounds like inherently. And then you get enough experience with that song so you can go ahead and judge the room and judge other different contexts of playing this song. So first thing you do when you're setting up for a mix on a concert, you pick your reference song. You grab that reference song, you play it. Let's call it, I don't know, fucking, I don't know, Katy Perry song, whatever. We play a Katy Perry song. And but you know that song in and out. You've heard it in every context. Thousands of headphones, thousands of speakers. Like, you know this fucking song. And then you hear it on this setup at a live concert outdoors. And you're like, wow, there's way too much echo on this shit. And sometimes that takes 15 fucking years. Sometimes it takes two years. It depends on when people give you the information. I told you, Isaac, I'm... Taking you under my wing. I'm fucking more than happy for that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah. No, complete sense. And, and uh, I think you said this before where yeah. they, uh, like, an empty studio or uh, venue will definitely sound different uh, compared to once the, the people start showing up. So they'll, yep. they'll pre-tune that knowing that there's going to be a thousand people here. There's going to be you know, 2000 people here. So it might at an empty, it'll sound terrible, but once you get bodies in there, they'll absorb some of your sound and it'll sound better. Yes, I did say that. Isaac, your thoughts. Yeah, no, I agree with that completely. Um, that, that goes for any size venue. You know, I've, I've worked in venues, any size. Yeah. 300. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd say a 300 cap venue shit sounds kind of, Tinny or whatever, and then everything sounds tinny cool yes. when everyone comes in. Yeah, but it it goes for stadiums as well. You you go into the stadium when they're doing sound check before the crowd comes in, and you you listen and you're like, what the fuck? But then when the band is actually playing, you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. It really matters because people absorb the vibrations as weird as it is. 
people add warmth. Yes. Yeah. Yo, Hamity. Yeah. You exactly. want, can can I nerd out? Sure. I mean, have we been doing that for the last forty-five minutes? <laughs> yeah. 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 Check this out. Check this out, bro. So there's like algorithms that you use to. Uh, it's called a delay. So a delay is like basically like an echo in layman's terms, right? So like if I say, yeah, 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 that's like a one-eighth delay. Isaac, I'm I'm on point, right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's what a delay is. But check this out. When you do a large outdoor space or really any large space, you do a delay or no, you don't do a delay. There is a delay, right? So you have your speakers and the people in the back hear it later than the people in the front. So yeah. what you do is you actually set up speakers in the back and then you time the delay via math. I know. You actually, yeah, we use math sometimes. So you time the delay via math and then you make them sync up. So the people in the back hear the same shit as the people in the front. And that's all based on years of experience, size of the venue, crowd size, all that. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you a fucking story. Um, when I first got into live music, we did uh, a graduation and then it was in like, it was in like one of those like big loft spaces in Brooklyn and the walls were just like concrete walls, whatever painted white. And we had to put drape up along the entire walls. And I asked my boss, I was like, yo, why are like, what's the point of this? Like, how'd you get them to buy drapes? Basically is what I was saying. And he was like, bro, that's legit. Like, we reduced the echo in the room by like 20% just by putting up drapes. And I was like, whoa. Oh, shit. Oh. So, so is that reverb? Is that kind of what echo is? Or is reverb something different? Reverb is, is different. Isaac, <laughs> you got four more hours. <laughs> Uh, let's do this. <laughs> Isaac, hit him with reverb. <laughs> reverb is... Um, so reverb is... Um, trying to think of how to word it. You've got the transient, which is a sound itself. Oh, you hit so... him with transient. You're not explaining it right. This is for layman's, remember? Okay, well, let's... The, what the transient is... Let's Yo, start okay, at stop, the beginning. Stop. Okay. So. <laughs> so Matt, reverb is basically the bounce back of a sound against yeah, the right. context of the environment. Right. So that's why you put the drapes up in the the arena because So you don't have bounce back. Correct. Um for example, there's this place in my apartment, there's a spot in the kitchen. Where when I say that, it just bounces back and makes me want to fight people. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went around my apartment going, 
that, 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 and clapping and shit like that. Because, yo, Isaac, I don't know if you're at this level yet, but I'm an old curmudgeon. That bothers me. I can't <laughs> yell that in my fucking own kitchen without <laughs> getting like in a teeny reverb. Like, it's disgusting. It's yeah. disrespectful. So... <laughs> That is what reverb is. When you yell that in your own kitchen and it bounces off the walls and hurts your ears, yeah, that's reverb. It's yeah, best way to describe it. So is that why a lot of your like sound panels are um shaped like wedges? So you don't have a a, a surface, a flat surface to bounce off. It like kind of comes off of like a uh, like a brum or what, what's that called for like uh bro that's like again that's like another four-hour podcast but you're right <laughs> the the concept is you're not supposed to be in a parallel room right like you want mm. things to bounce off of each other and not bounce back at the microphone or the speakers and then yeah that's those wedges you're talking about those are called bass traps and they're supposed to keep the bass from like bouncing back and shit like that. Like Isaac. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of soundproofing you can do from things like bass traps to drapes. I mean, you can put a fucking mattress against your window and you'll cut the reflections down. It's literally even any household items, as long as it's soft, you can turn it into into some kind of uh, sound protection. And here's where I'll push back. Here's where I'll push back. Get a decent mic and learn gain staging. And you don't need any yes, of that. Shit. That's the important thing. Yeah. Because I'm si like, first of all, uh, Jay-Z recorded 99 problems in his living room. Hmm. You know, second <laughs> yeah. of all, I'm sitting here in my room. I've got a window open. I've got a radiator fucking letting out heat. You don't hear any of that shit. Yeah. Good mic technique and game staging. Bad. Uh, fucking did, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I didn't jump on your podcast. <laughs> Had to. Amazing. So is there... Um so for the people at home that don't have access to you two... Uh <laughs> Is there a good source that to learn gain staging, to learn uh, mic technique? Um, oh, oh, yes. The yes. internet is your dude. I got one dude. Yes, the internet is God. But there's yeah. one fucking dude. I trust him. He's an old school dude who understands and adapts to the new school ways. Robert Pensado. Uh, Pensado's place. This dude does all sorts of interviews with other uh, with other producers like CLA, Chris Lord Alge and shit like that. Like mm. all the plugin makers have all been on his show. Um, he does tutorials. He gets he gets files from people and will mix it and put that on his show. Like this dude is the shit. If you're coming from like I don't care where you're coming from, actually, now that I think about it. Watch this dude, Robert Pensado. And let me double check that his name's Robert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's called Pensado's Place. Is it spelled how I would think it? P-E-N-T-A-D-O? 
I don't know. I'm seeing if his <laughs> name is Robert. Uh, Robert Sato. No, he's definitely not Robert Sato. Robert Sato pleads guilty to murder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Pensado's place. Um, I still don't know his name, but definitely at Pensado's place on Twitter and on YouTube. That's that guy. Anyway, I'm sorry. Where do you think that we should uh, get our information from, Isaac? My bad. Honestly, I would say the, the internet. That's how I taught myself. I've done a couple of studio sessions, whether I was performing in them or whether I was helping out someone else that was um, that needed to record and they didn't have an engineer. I'd say, you know, fuck it, I'll do it. Pretty much everything that I've learned has come straight from the internet. And all of it can, you know, it, it, it's all easily applied. It's all really easy to learn, <laughs> to find the right places. I mean, there's YouTube videos, there's websites. It's I don't have a specific place, but I use the internet. You never. Yeah, yeah. No one source is 100% correct all the time. Also... Something I like to say, and I said this many times on my podcast with Isaac, there's mm. more than one way to skin a cat. If it sounds yeah. good, it sounds good. Yeah, exactly. You put a fucking, I don't know, it's gone from my head, but something you'd normally use on a guitar, put it on a fucking bed, screw it. A pick. You know, if it works, it works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you said Pensado's place, not Pensato. Yeah, with a D. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said with an <laughs> S, but um, okay. Just a just a black uh background and, and gold let lettering. Yeah. Gold yeah, yeah. yellow. Okay. And dude, a lot of his stuff is um he has a ton of advanced shit on it, but like he also has like basic shit where it's like editing rap vocals for a beginner and He'll do that shit where he'll explain like the different frequencies and shit like that. And I I know one of my my problems, and you're probably gonna yell at me for this, but I don't monitor ah! my <laughs> I don't monitor myself when I'm recording. So like I don't I don't hear myself at all. So other than just me talking. Okay, okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. I don't know of a single podcast platform that allows you to monitor yourself while you're recording. And yeah. I, I can't imagine not hearing myself. So I open up logic and I monitor myself. So you can open up Reaper and you can throw on the monitor on that and you'll be good. But also don't put EQ on that. You want that to be flat as fuck and yeah. at unity. So you understand your true voice. So my mixing board does have a headphone out, but the this variety of it, like it's weird how it, it can loop back. Like I can kind of hear myself, but it's I'm not used to that uh, hearing myself speak and in my ears at the same time. So that's kind of why, like if I if I go through Reaper, there's too much of a delay. So oh yeah, so it's a you thing, mm. right? You so you you say you're. Um mixing board headphone out your actual 
Your mic, is it running through an audio interface or is it going straight into your mixing board? No, it goes a right. A Behringer audio interface. Yeah, it goes okay. right into it. Have you got a headphone out on your interface itself? Yes. Okay, is that what you're plugged into? Um, n- not for my headphones. Like my but plug my your mic- headphones into that. Why not? <laughs> if if yeah, if you plug your headphones into that, chances are you'll have zero latency direct monitoring. That's also, exactly what I've done let's take it a bit further. You can hear when you're peaking better if you're plugged yeah. into your interface versus plugged into your computer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I just need to set it correctly because right now I have it on. I can hear the hiss, but I can't hear myself back. Uh, yeah. Don't do that now, but yeah, <laughs> we'll do that. We'll talk about that. Because <laughs> I, I think this one, it's weird on some of the uh, the routing of it. So it, I don't, I, I know I can. I have. Fucking routing. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I've, I have heard myself back, but then it's it's weird with the push buttons and like it's got a db meter on it but there's only four lights one of them's red which i never want to use one of them's yellow i don't want to use and it's zero and negative 20 so i can't really use that either so honestly bro i don't even know what you're saying you're just throwing numbers (laughs) and colors at me (laughs) yeah what (laughs) well i know like some of the higher end boards have like a full uh, like DB meter on it, but this one doesn't. So, bro, see, you're talking about meters again. Yeah, close you, you your don't... eyes. Use yeah. meters. Shut the fuck up about <laughs> meters, bro. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? This is an audio <laughs> podcast, and you're talking about visual. But yeah, see, see that's... what I'm saying. That 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 concept alone will get you to a better place. Yeah, without doubt. I mean, that I think so. I pretty much have to monitor myself to get better so that i mean like so monitor yourself on audio yeah that's what i'm talking about monitor myself with audio compared to just looking at bouncing lights and uh flowy meters yeah 100 percent, 100 percent, or purple hair uh all right so I think we learned a lot at least I did and I'm sure we could spend another couple hours on here but before we go into longer uh Isaac can you remind the people where they can find you yeah so check out our website uh com. you can check out our podcast on there as well it's called fix it in post uh any of you music makers we are actually running a deal at the moment so any mixing and mastering you can get for 15% off so hit us up that's up until April 1st Meta, what about you? Where can the I'm people Meta find World you? Thief, aka Meta World Jesus, aka <laughs> aka Meta World Mix and Master. So I'm offering twenty percent <laughs> off until July first. <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Give this guy all your business, and then what he can't do, send that to me. I'll take the crumbs. It's okay. He's British. He's proper. He deserves it. That being said, <laughs> I'm Metal World Thief, aka Metal World Jesus, aka Podcast Jesus, aka Mr. Steal Your Blunt, aka Mr. Mike Technique. Yes, I can do it all at Metal World Thief on all socials, Flapping Gums Podcast on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast from. Love me, like me, subscribe me. Yeah. 
<laughs> to, to to sum up this episode, twenty percent off at twenty five percent off. All right, thirty percent off. No, no, you <laughs> yeah, you got me there. <laughs> you got to do it the other way. Use this coupon, and I'll add twenty percent gratuity to it. You know, that's how good I am. <laughs> we'll pay you to mix your songs. <laughs> $20 per song. Flat rate. <laughs> I got you. 21. 20. Okay. You win. So, all right, all right. so Isaac is saying he'll pay $21 to mix your song. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, he but it's going to cost you 250 it. <laughs> hey, clip this shit. Sue him for false advertising. I'm with that. <laughs> You said this is the prize. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, you got to convert it to pounds. So that's that's why it's higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, uh, like I said, I'm going to have to review this, try to go through my uh, listening process, close my eyes, open my ears, uh, try to uh, make this as enjoyable as I can for everyone at home. But uh, with that, I think I think this is a good spot to end the podcast. So unless either one of you, Isaac, Meta, you have anything to add, I think this is a good spot to say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See you later. You have been listening to Firing Synapses with Matt Hamity. I want to thank everyone who listened to the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. Also, feel free to send all questions, comments, constructive criticisms, and new topics to mhamityphoto at gmail.com. That's M-H-A-M-I-D-Y photo at gmail.com. It just may end up on a future episode. If you would also like to help the show... You can follow me on all your social media platforms, which includes Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it's still free. Otherwise, goodbye, everybody.